0: Hello. Hello, everybody.
1: Welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. Welcome to
0: the Ken and Echo and David and Temporarily Ed Show. Yes. I have uh, We have with us uh, David Sharp, Thank you. who's going to run through uh, the uh, all-conference,
2: all-district, all-everything, all-conference. Is all-conference? This one in particular, is in this week's paper, is the football all-conference. Okay, so we, he, David's going to run through
0: that for us real quick, and then Ed is here briefly, uh, to talk about something they have going on Friday, November 11th, which is Veterans Day. Armistice Day used to be years ago. Uh, the most horrible war that we've had as a as a humanity, I think, uh, ended on the 11th hour, 11th minute of the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918. And so it was Armistice Day for years, and then it became Veterans Day, the day we honor our veterans. Now, Ed, um, first of all, can you tell everybody what it is that you've got going on?
3: Sure, Ken. Thanks for asking. Uh, The uh, local post of the American Legion has for uh, 28 years uh, had a uh, soup supper here in Edina, and we're going to be doing it again on Veterans Day. Uh, We start serving at 430 and we uh, do this all on a donation basis, and the funds that we raise, uh, we use to pay utility and maintenance costs for the hall. Uh, we have oyster stew, uh, chili, vegetarian chili, vegetable, chicken noodle, potato, and a, a new favorite, a chicken tortilla. Uh, and we have desserts and, of course, uh, something to drink. Uh, It's open to everyone, not just veterans. Uh, It is a fundraiser that we use in our community, and uh, it's a good time for people to get together and visit. And uh, they come, and they never leave. (laughs) That's That's
0: true. So they start serving at 430, and, you know, you probably want to be on the earlier end of things if you can to get the best selection, especially the sometimes the oyster kind of goes a little... You know, and sometimes a vegetarian chili can go pretty quick, so, especially after I get there. But, <laughs> but Very the, good. Long story short, uh, they do have some of the best desserts you will find on the planet. <laughs> the people go all out for this. It's a free will donation, so you break, drop whatever you want to. Twenties uh, work great. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Is it the ladies' auxiliary that does most of the desserts, or the? This-
3: well, absolutely, the the women. Uh, do the desserts? The guys take the credit for the soup, but we actually don't do anything.
0: Well, you, you set up. Actually, maybe not even that. But anyway, so can you do me one quick favor, though? This is always this is my one little. I don't want to say pet peeve because it's not really a pet peeve. But my one little concern is people get confused the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Can you? Ed is a veteran. He was in the United States mm-hmm. Army. Um, so, but he is not.
3: right. Uh, Memorial Day comes from the practice of decorating uh, those soldier graves who died. Uh, We don't very often decorate live veteran (laughs) graves. Uh, And that that is what Memorial Day came into. It was originally called Decoration Day. And it was the purpose of of decorating those fallen soldiers and, and other service people who uh, died during conflicts, and we have extended that now. And on Memorial Day, in in small communities like this, you see flowers all over cemeteries. Uh, Veterans Day, on the other hand, is in recognition of those who have served our country and are still living. And that's why uh, at school tomorrow morning, uh, they're serving uh, biscuits and gravy to veterans at 7.30, and having a program about veterans and about patriotism at eight thirty, and I plan to be there for you know, both. So
0: you're going to be at that, so yeah,
1: I'll um, be there too. I think I'm going to live stream it.
3: Excellent. So if you
0: if you see this the night before, or if you hear this the night before, be sure to go. If you don't hear it the night before, be sure to get there um, and be there tomorrow night at eleven o'clock because uh, this will this will go out tonight. And also, if you just want to help and can't be there, um, you can. Uh, the American Legion accepts donations to help them with the thing and any donations can be left at the Hawkins Harrison building in Edina Um, and Mr. Anderson works here and he'll make sure they get to where they need to be because they they have a lot of expenses they have a hall they use for community things and for the the organization and then they do a lot of other things for the community they do certainly they decorate the, the veterans graves they have these little metal plaque things that are really nice that that go out on the veteran's and Those are kind of expensive. So, you know, you need funds to pay for that stuff. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, show up. Uh, $20 bills are nice. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. (laughs) Just pointing it out there. It is free will though. Bring what you want. Bring what you can pay for it. Bring what you can afford. Enjoy the fellowship in the company. And uh, thank you for stopping by.
3: And takeouts are available. Takeouts are
0: available. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Ed. Okay, thank you, Mr. Anderson. Um, now, um, on with the usual everyday going through the kind of Sentinel like we do, but we're going to start in a different way this week. <coughs> Usually, to be honest with you, we a lot of times will skip over the sports because not that we were anyway. Opposed to sports, I it's generally my fault. At, I'm generally not at the Knox games because I'm covering other games for KHQA, and Echo is not a sports
1: fan. I'm not a good sports person. I mean, I'm tra- I'm working on her to get be to a football
0: fan. I'm working on her. It's not working very well. But uh, Yeah, wait till the kids start playing, Echo.
1: <laughs> right, wait till the kids, when the it boys will start playing, it will it'll be different. Be different. So,
0: uh, why don't we just let you take it from here and talk about what's on the back page. It's a really nice picture. They look good.
2: Well, one of the things that I have believed as, a, as a sports person, as a sports writer is sometimes, and there are different papers that do things differently and it's okay. But we usually have a pretty good library of action pictures. Yes. By the time that our year is over with, we have people who actually go to these ball games. You know, you, you go, you sure. go to the Clark County games and you're going to see Mike there. I mean, he goes to these ball games. Yes. I try to go to as many of them as I possibly can, given the fact that I have a full-time job along with this.
0: And you also are the Knox County Eagles announcer, which does limit your ability to go to the Highland Games in a lot of cases. And you can't be there to take pictures because you're up there in the booth doing the game for KMEM Radio, our favorite area radio station when it comes to
2: sports. So we have have had people who have really done a great service to our community that, that that help take these pictures a lot of them are by Gail Houston yeah she's yes. very good does very a good marvelous job as a photographer that uh, Mrs. Cook over in uh, Highland yes. did an awful lot to help us this time and you're going to see when you pick up that paper and you look at the back page you're going to see Hunter Clucky was the first team, all-conference selection, and one other quick thing, Knox County went to a different conference this year. They are no longer in the Tri-Rivers, they are in the Lewis and Clark Conference with some traditional powerhouse teams, along with the Marceline Tigers, who are still playing and who are going to play in the state quarterfinals, second-ranked team in the state, conference champions. Second team in the conference, Scotland County, and Knox County finished tied with a couple of other schools for third. The only, those are the only teams that beat the Knox County football team all year. Yes. They had a great season, especially given the competition that they had. And then you see a man that, in my opinion, is one of the special talents of anyone in northern Missouri is in Noah Talton that is an absolutely great young man, very intelligent, and is a great athlete, and his picture is sitting there. And Garen Miller, who did a terrific amount for our football team this year, ours in far as far as Knox County goes, he had to play quarterback at the beginning of the season because Nick Edwards was not able to play. And this was somebody, Nick Edwards was the, it is the uh, all-time leader in touchdown touchdown passes for a single season, and he was not able to play because of injury. And then you've got Corey Mowbray that was an all-conference guard on offense and linebacker on defense. And Ace Hubbard stepped up, gained second-team all-conference recognition as a defensive end. Lane Couch did a great job on offense and defense. He was a second-team all Lewis and Clark conference selection. And then Logan Miller, a young man that you're going to hear an awful lot of in basketball season and baseball season, I guarantee you, that he made third-team all-conference as a defensive lineman, as a sophomore. And then if I might switch over a few miles to the east and talk about Highland for just a moment, Andrew Schultz, is one of the truly great quarterbacks in his play. He
0: was just a fun guy to watch, too. Boy, he just, you talk about a kid who had everything he could run, uh, just a rifle of an arm. Uh, and he he just, he did it all. He was He was the centerpiece of the Highland Cougars. And also, he did it in the face of the fact that everybody knew he was the centerpiece of the team. So he had to not only do it, but they were game planning for him. So, yeah, it's a bit – also, we have to be fair. The Clarence Cannon Conference is the ultimate second uh, – uh, class two – Football conference in the state of Missouri. It is the best conference, bar none, in class two of football. There's not anybody even close to the, the talent level across the board no, in the Clarence not. Cannon Conference. You have teams in the Clarence Cannon Conference deep, you know, in both the first and the second uh, class two, or class one and class two. Uh, top, hmm. top ranked state teams all year long. Great, great conference. Look at
2: Centrega. So,
0: so if you are a all-conference Clarence Cannon
2: kid, that's saying something. And Andrew Schultz was an all-stater last year. Yes. And the reality states, Highland only won one game last year. Yeah. In reality, the win-loss totals do, do have something to do with these all-conference teams.
0: If I were starting a team with kids from the Clarence Cannon Conference – He'd probably be the first person to I'd pick. He wouldn't flat mind, out. too. i I just pick, pick him. You know, if we if we did football teams like we used to pick kickball, I think he's probably the first kid i pick.
2: I saw him hang 301 yards on Knox County, and he did that running from an outstanding defensive line the entire time. And we're talking a good Knox County team yes. here.
0: Knox County's fielded good teams for a long time They now, did this, this year, This was a too. good team.
2: Yes, yeah. And then you've got Keaton Johnston, who is at all – he was the first team all-conference wide receiver. Johnston is basically known for his basketball skills. Yes, He is probably the best point guard in the Clarence Cannon Conference. And he made the first team all-conference as a junior. And then Seth Goings was was hurt a lot of the time. And he still managed to get second team all-conference. He is a repeat all-conference player. I think all of these guys are. They're repeat all-conference players for last year. And then people don't look at the linemen. They don't look at that guy at where's number 75 a lot. A lot of people do, but most of them don't. And Jace Jagger and Seth Goins were two of those guys. And Jagger was just an outstanding defensive player. And the uh, all district teams for the media will be picked next week. Actually, they're picked next Thursday in this region. Yeah. But, at any rate, those meetings are always interesting to. Get oh to. my goodness they are there are people in those meetings who let's put it <laughs> this way, who do an outstanding job of standing up for their communities absolutely and that's, what
1: meetings are these these are
2: the all district meetings we've been to a lot of them This is how the uh, all the media all district football and basketball teams in particular are chosen.
0: I everybody mean, sits I, around and and basically. They politic for the kids. That yes, they, they do. Uh, in most position, a lot of a lot of things. Sometimes it's a little bit humorous in the fact of like, okay, we're we're sitting here picking, uh, like first team class one field goal kickers. Okay, does anybody have a field goal? They may have one. Anybody? Oh yeah, that kid from Milan kicked a kicked a field, if, if if they're in the district. A kid from Milan kicked a field goal, all right, he's first. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Although the kickers in this area are much
2: better this year. There's several good kickers. One from Brookfield in particular, right. and believe this or not, he only got honorable mention as far as a kicker in that conference. I can't believe that. But Well, I remember, of course, the conference is done by coaches. That's right.
0: And I can remember one case in particular, the most egregious case I've ever seen was Craig Miller in football. Oh my. He was third-team All-Conference, picked by the media, and a first-team All-Stater. Mm-hmm. Not only all District, but first-team All-State when picked by the media.
1: And was his football? Yes. He was a
2: running back.
0: He was a, oh, absolutely. he was a whale of an athlete. Wow. Yeah,
2: he was a whale of an athlete. I'll tell you what, Hayden Miller's not bad athlete. Craig's yeah, his dad, so. That's you know, right. But, you know, if 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 I might, uh, it's not in this edition, but I believe it was in last week's. Knox County and Highland both had absolutely wonderful softball seasons. Knox County won 17 games, so did Highland. They went and had, I think they had a one-run game at Knox County at the very end of the year. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful softball teams. Knox County was co-champion of the Lewis and Clark Conference along with Salisbury. They beat – Knox County beat Salisbury at Knox County in a game that – it was a rescheduled softball game, and the people from the softball game walked right up the hill and went to the football game between Knox County and Salisbury. And, of course, there I was in behind the plate, and Gail was shooting pictures of it, which, you know – but at any rate, I was able to get the story of that softball game, and right up the hill I go. And as soon as I can get my breath, I put the headsets on and was the play-by-play broadcaster on that football game.
0: I will have to say the softball game was a little more competitive.
2: Absolutely, my they, goodness!
0: They uh, Salisbury didn't they? if well, they didn't play that badly in football? But that was not a that was not a matchup this no. year.
2: No, it wasn't. Not this year. The the interesting thing, I know that Knox County fans were disappointed in the way that the state quarterfinal game ended. Right. The same young lady who was gracious enough to talk to me after the game from Salisbury was a freshman, struck out on a 3-2 pitch by Katie Hamlin in the earlier game to get so so Knox County wound up being the co conference champions. The same young woman was at the plate in the state quarterfinals with two out and a three two count and a runner on third base. And that time she came through and got the hit.
0: Yeah, and this is the one of the great things about sports is there don't have to be villains. There don't have to be you know somebody does that. You just tip your cap to him. It's like great hit. You know, it's not that anybody necessarily does anything wrong. It's just sometimes you win.
2: That's ball. That's ball. That's right. That's ball. Um, So, Eight out of the 11, and just so I don't mean to interrupt, eight out of the 11 young women that played softball for Knox County this season received some kind of postseason recognition. That's a lot. Either all-conference, all-district, All-region, which in softball, the the softball, all-district and all-state teams are and all-region teams are picked by the Coaches Association, okay? The uh, all-conference team is picked by, obviously, the conference coaches. The all-district teams are picked by the coaches that participate in that district. The all-region team in softball now is a precursor to the all-state team. Tatum Mason made the all-region team as an outfielder in 20-some years of covering Knox County sports. I've never seen a person recognized as an all-region player without first being recognized, uh, I don't think, as an all-conference or all-district player. That just goes to show, number one, how good of a player Tatum Mason is. Number two, more importantly, it shows the respect that it is shown in the entire corner of the state for Knox County's athletic program. Yeah. At one time, that wasn't the case. No.
0: At one time, we were afraid to say it. We were the laughingstock here.
2: I'm afraid so. I'm afraid not anymore.
0: No. And, and by laughingstock, I don't mean really. We were never a clown show like a few programs have been. But we struggled. We had – we struggled. Uh, but I think, you know, looking at our program right now here in Knox um, – we pretty well got excellent coaching across the board. Yes. I mean, I, I we just don't have weak links in our coaching staff right now. We have kids that are enthused. We have kids with some talent. Yeah. You know, sometimes you can be the most best coach and the most talent or the, the best enthusiastic and just not have the talent. So That happens. Um, especially in a small school where, you know, classes are small and you just never really know what's going to come with it. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm very enthusiastic. I tell you, since we do cover the um, Knox, Lewis, Shelby, and Clark, mm. I, I will just look, take a second because you didn't get a chance to, to, to see him much but, because you are doing radio on Friday nights. But I just have to give another shout-out to my, my North Shelby Raiders in football. Yes. Oh, you talk about the right move for a program to move to eight-man football. You know they were five and five this year. When is the last time North Shelby, at any point in time, had a winning record?
2: In football. In football. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they did. Go they go were five and four years.
0: years. Yeah, I, mean, it, I can tell you it's been since uh, 2006.
2: They lost 56 consecutive games. That's a lot of
0: games. I don't care who you are. That's a lot of games. Now, to be fair, some of them were close. A few of them were close. Right. They lost a couple one pointers. Um. And then they went switched over to eight man, which is a totally different game. And people get shocked by the scores. My gosh, they lost by 65 points. Well, an eight man, that's not a big deal. You have one kid who's really
2: fast, the game gets out of hand really
0: quick. So, anyway, uh, shout out. I doubt anybody's listening from them, but if they are, shout out to our North Shelby North people. Shelby.
2: The South Shelby had a heck of a year, too. Don't yeah. think they didn't. The
0: South Shelby, they're always, the South Shelby and Monroe City are always the same. They're at a one class one school and a class two conference. And they get thumped by some of these really big schools, or they get handled by some of these really big schools, and nobody gives them any credit until they hit the playoffs. But both of those teams have great coaches. Rob Wilt is as good a coach as there's been in North Missouri in my tenure here in 35 years. There have been some other great coaches, but he's as good as any of them. And, you know, that South Shelby program is a machine. It really is.
2: Um, But... Anyway, so They did very well. I'll tell you another one. You know, Highland's football did not win as many games as you as they wanted to. But if I hear what you go again, I swear I, I am a huge softball fan. I love the game. Highland won seventeen games in softball last year. The conference that South Shelby and Highland are in is the Clarence Cannon. The state champion in softball in Class Two came from that conference. Centre and Highland uh, I, w- I wish I could have been there but there were things that went on that night that I couldn't get there they took Centrella and probably gave them the best game of anybody that was the entire year until they got into the state championship game at Highland went to Centre and had them down two to one with one out in the last inning they made a couple of errors, and you don't give no, a team just, like not. Centre a hole because if you you open the door crack, they're going to kick it in. They're going to run right through it. They scored fourteen unanswered runs in that last inning and won that game by, I believe, it was a, it, it was a it was by the ten run rule. I know that, but at any rate, they had a great year. They were, I believe, third in that conference. They had several all conference and all district players. Knox County had two All-State softball players this year. They had Madison McCabe that was a first-team All-Stater and Katie Hamlin who was a second-team All-State pitcher. And if you go ask Katie, pitching is not her preferred position. She She's a catcher and an all-everything level catcher. But she stepped up for her team and pitched well enough to be a second-team All-State player. And you know, and you pitching
0: look. in softball is not just something you just stop and do. It's it is it takes skill, talent, training, consistency, consistency, consistency. Be able to deliver that ball, get it over the plate, get something on it, take something off of it. This is not an easy thing.
2: No, no. and you have to place the ball. A lot of these young women who play softball today are very skilled. They play. Sometimes all summer they might play 70, 80 games on sometimes very competitive traveling teams. Some Many times their parents will spend a great deal of time and money traveling to these games, sometimes as far away as Oklahoma, oh, Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These traveling teams really go. Illinois, Indiana, <clears throat> Arkansas. Wow. They They – you go and ask the parents – of some of these kids, and they will tell you, you know, it it takes a tremendous commitment from a family and a great commitment from the athlete, even more so, say what you will, I was a football player. I I didn't have to go to Oklahoma to, to train to be a football player. I wasn't that good at it, I'll tell you the truth, but I didn't have to go anywhere near that far like these softball kids do. Mm. And, you know, again, one more thing, and then I'll turn this back over to to both of you. We do cover South Shelby softball as well as South Shelby football. Their coach, Angie Reese retired at the end of this year. Angie Reesey is a past president of the Missouri Softball Coaches Association, Fast Pitch Coaches Association. She is a Hall of Famer. She served North and South Shelby for over 20 years, had several all-state players, won several state championships, won the district championship for South Shelby, beat Highland to do it last season. Now, not the season, not the, the, the 2015 season. This was the 2016 season. But I do want to recognize her for the outstanding service that she gave not only to the kids but to the communities as well and she'll be missed uh, she'll be around i'm sure she'll be a lot like a lot of other coaches that will probably be in behind the in behind the fence yeah. you know watching these games but cuz these are still her kids those are still her yeah. kids and i do want to Basically, in what I'm the involvement that I have here tonight by extending my great heartfelt congratulations and thanks to Coach Reese for everything that she's done, you know, for, for to advance softball in Northeast Missouri for the last 20 years. Well, David, we really appreciate talking with you.
1: Yep, we, we thank kept you here for much coming in you. talking sports with Ken because I am not good at it.
0: That's all right. Well, we really appreciate it. So thank you for stopping by. All right, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. You can't hear the handshakes Thanks. going on. We're ha- over the taking yes, hands. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time and uh, okay. stepping up on two podcasts today. Two all right, podcasts. Great to see you guys. Have thank a good you, one, sir. David. All right, thank you. And uh, as he leaves, we'll just grab the copy of the paper. We're going to talk about a little bit what's in the paper this week. Okay. We got a building on the front. For we got United a building, Sentinel.
1: the new firehouse. Uh oh oh, oh, oh. Disclaimer. These are the views and opinions of David, Ken, and Echo. They are not the views and opinions of the Edina Sentinel or the Nemonews.net media group or the Clarence Courier, the LaBelle the
0: Lewis County. Oh,
1: you star. almost had it. You were you almost, almost
0: had it. Or the um,
1: Shelby Shelby County County Herald. Herald. So, on with the paper. This is the Sentinel we're looking at. We're looking at the Sentinel, yeah.
0: Um, New Firehouse Under Construction at Bering. I didn't know where it was, but I see seeing the in the background, so now I do know where it is.
1: Right, I I put that in there. I picked that one because, purposely because it was
0: back there. And then we've got uh, Judge Steele and, and Becky Childress.
1: Uh huh. She no, sorry, is retired. Rebecca,
0: children. <laughs> it's business. So I have to call her Rebecca.
1: Well, I called to find out if she spelled it with a Y or an uh, I E Rebecca, because yeah, it was, and it was like, well, actually, you know, Rebecca. it's Rebecca. Like, okay, She's well, retired. Yeah, she retired on November first. She is enjoying retirement as we speak. Well, congratulations.
0: Rebecca Childress.
1: And what's interesting about her, she did 35 years with the judicial system. She did 17 years with uh, Judge Normile. Yes. And then now, so she, and she's done, you know, 17 years with Judge Steele. Yes. So she's basically like split right down the middle between the two judges. I, I thought that was interesting.
0: Yes. When I was... Yes, indeed. I just wish Scott were here to see it. Her husband.
3: Yeah.
0: Passed. Auto accident. Okay. Years ago.
3: Yeah. Good friend of
0: mine, actually. Uh, good guy. Heck of a guy. Um, anyway, moving right along. Um, soldier killed from northeast Missouri uh, in Amman, Jordan. Uh, <coughs> I actually knew the guy. I just, I met him.
1: He's a lot nice of young man. Family. And he was a, he was an athlete in school.
0: So that's kind of how I, very nice young man, very personable guy. Uh, I was, his uh, family uh, owns Pancake City. Okay. Uh, I was in past, I did not, I had not heard this yet. I was driving past and I saw the flags out in front of their half mass. And I was like, Ooh, I wonder what that was. And then when I got home, I heard it in the news. I'm like, oh, darn. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, unfortunately, he was a, I mean, he was a, he was a he was a good kid. wasn't well, like, a much of a kid anymore, but yeah. Um, Green Beret, you know, yeah, uh,
1: special forces. Special forces.
0: Uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the Green Berets, other than you know you might have seen the old John Wayne movie or something like that. Basically, Green Berets are and special forces are a specific kind of special force that they do a lot of training of local, uh, like for example, probably Jordanese army um and their own people. They also provide uh uh other services like they they uh, arrange for medical uh training and help for for local people. Uh they're very much uh they're not really the as much of like the Navy SEALs just go out and you know, kick button take names. That's not as much the Green Beret mission, even though they, they can and do, do that. They're uh, very much a liaison type force.
1: Okay, I didn't so, know that. yeah, uh,
0: I don't know. Of course, I don't know what their mission was. And they they do all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, obviously, you don't get to be a uh, Green Bray without being a very highly trained, highly motivated, highly skilled uh, soldier. Yeah. I mean, it's it is a pinnacle-type position. So they don't just let just anybody do it. So, you know, that speaks a lot to the man's character and his strength. So it's very sad.
1: Said. Yes, it is.
0: Uh, back page, David already has taken care of for us. I thank him for that. Uh-huh. The sports section. Being inside, we got the activity night. Were we active? What were we doing on activity night? What is activity night?
1: Were you there? I was not there. This is by Hayden Miller.
0: Oh, excellent. Yes, I see that. Um, I see a lot of young faces I know
1: yeah this is the eagle uh eagle Nation news team. Oh that's cool. yeah, and they're doing videos now. did you see there do they they're doing videos? Yeah, about I have screen them yet, room but... and uh, so that's I haven't exciting. watched them yet but yeah, cool
0: okay, popping inside we've got uh we gotta put the glasses down so I can read uh, new adventures and parenting okay
1: I don't see that anymore.
0: That's a left hand page. Uh, page twelve, I believe. fourteen. It's
1: supposed to be. Yeah. Oh, the Shalbina.
0: Yeah, the Shalbina couple. Good kids. Going on inside. We've got a all conference football teams. Printed the whole list. So if you uh, if football interests you, please by all means go in and do that.
1: Something seems to have gone awry with the third column of this list. Yeah, it's an unusual... It's not... That's more a blank space than...
0: Yeah, that's unusual. ...commonly
1: see. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Okay. Did I do this, Paige? I don't know. Commission meeting minutes inside? Uh...
1: interesting with these letters to the editor. Oh, yeah.
0: I kind of skipped over Um.
1: <clears throat> oh, yeah, because we were so far behind on the commission minutes. Wow. I try to do them a little bit more often, but it's been crazy with yeah, the election. Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's hard. But, and you had a lot of, you've had a lot of other stuff going on, too. Yeah. A lot of other stuff going on. Cornfest, and you got into the, you know, all the, the fall stuff you got into. Oh, you had man. a couple nice weeks.
1: I did. I did, and I've been having my weekends. Oh, is it nice to have a weekend? It's nice to have a weekend, everyone. I almost forgot what that was like. So what are the
0: kids' letters together? I have not read the paper yet.
1: It's, uh, I want to say, uh, well, let me just look. Um, basically it's the, uh, pipeline. They don't like it. They're opposing an oil pipeline. Beneath the Mississippi River, not far from here, and these kids are from uh, Rutledge. Oh, so my, there's that. My computer's saying plug into another power so thought This one was plugged in. And so this is an interesting paper, though, because it's like nearing the end of the election paper, where it's like this paper is out at the same time as election day. So there's not really any election news in here. It's like it's all heavy election. Then there's this paper where it's like kind of weird because it's that yeah, weird Yeah, this is the tweener paper. The, the between, and then next week will be the blowout paper with all the results of everything. Uh, Are you going to interview? Oh, here's that page nine or page eight. There's the bridge. The junk guy dangling off of a bridge. I had to put it in the paper because for our, you know.
0: Yeah, from our, you remember our last week's podcast, we, we hit on that.
1: Right, yeah. don't get drunk and dangle yourself off a bridge, which I turned into the headline.
0: Don't, don't <laughs> hey, we, 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 we took a pack last week that we're not we going did, to get drunk and hang off a bridge over not get the drunk and hang
1: off of a bridge. That's Especially true.
0: not over the railroad. True story, right, right. Yeah. I mean, you maybe hang off a little bridge that's like two feet off the ground, not so bad, but not the railroad. 30 not 30 feet railroad. above the, the Santa Fe main line, I don't think so.
1: Exactly. So, there's that. Okay. All um, these classified pages. There's a lot of columns and tribute promotions. There's all kinds of good stuff in here. And there's has here twice.
0: Sorry about all the rattling. We're digging through the paper.
1: Yeah. So, it's, this is a good paper. It's good paper. Um... Uh- Still sixteen good pages. Podcast.
0: We've been doing since we're, we're doing a double tipper today. So I know, we've been podcasting we've been for a long while time Because the other podcast, the election podcast, we did right before this,
1: and it was a long one. It
0: was it was a good good lengthy one, and this one is not incredibly short. So, um, is there anything else that we haven't talked about? We've talked about lots and lots of things. We're getting ready for deer hunting season.
1: Opening um, weekend. Opening weekend coming come right up. Uh, Be safe out there, everybody.
0: Yes. Be very safe. We do not want any hunting accidents.
1: Please no. Please no. Uh, fish fry on Saturday night. Fish fry on Saturday. Where's that? At the Methodist Church. Herdland's doing a uh, hog roast. Same. Is it Friday night? Yes. Hurdland's. We got to give them a plug too. herdland has got their right. hog roast on Friday. Hog roast. Too. Yeah,
0: we got lots of stuff going on. Yeah, we do. Um, there. I've got a new. When it's time to sign off, I've got a new a new sign off that I'd like to try out.
1: Let's try it out. Okay, you're I'm ready. To ready. Go ahead and do your part. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening, and uh, I'd like to offer my one piece of advice. Um, if one of your friends says, "Hold my beer and watch this," get out your cell phone camera because something bad's about to happen. All right,
1: or talk them out of it. Or talk them out of
0: it, but if not. Get it, get it on video, so we can at least put it in the paper and put it on the website of your friend being really
1: done. No, don't, don't, don't do don't, that. Don't
0: do, don't do that. Don't do that. Just
1: in fact, this let's is just, your new sign off.
0: Expunge, yeah, it's going to be my
1: sign.
0: <laughs> let's just expunge the words. Hold my beer and watch this from the. Please language.
1: don't get drunk and do boneheaded things that could kill you. Or
0: Kay, or please don't be sober and do boneheaded things. Please
1: don't do boneheaded things that could kill my you. My wife was
0: telling me a story. We're not talking. Right, she was telling it me a out. story. She's been. I, I, she got a book about the the South Pole. The woman who uh, got cancer while at the South Pole during the winter. And this is bad because there's no. You don't get to the South Pole in the winter. You're there. You stay. You know what I'm saying? She's the doctor, too. That's the worst part. She was the doctor, so there was nobody to treat her. And you can't get the drugs in because it's like 60 degrees below zero is the high it gets. Right. So, anyway, this has got Jean kind of on a South Pole binge. So she's reading everything. She doesn't want to go there because, I mean, it's ridiculously cold. But they have a tradition there at the South Pole that I think you and I should both also – Make a pledge to never do. Okay? What they do is, when the temperature drops below 100 degrees Fahrenheit, below zero, 100 degrees Fahrenheit, below zero, it's a club that you can join to do the following. Get into a nearly boiling hot hot tub, just as hot as can 200-degree hot tub, just about ready to bake you and be in there for just a little bit of time, hop out, throw on a pair of boots, and buck naked. Okay, buck naked. Run outside into the cold, and run over to the flagpole, and run back. Don't touch anything, because you'll stick. Okay? This is called... What if
1: you fall down?
0: To don't fall down. You really don't want to fall down. You, this is called the, the three hundred degrees
1: club thing ever
0: because it's three hundred degrees of temperature difference in your environment, and they give you a patch
1: if you do it. Let's you and I make a patch. Naked, pack. you do Naked, you get now. to wear
0: shoes because obviously your feet would freeze. That's it.
1: On the slippery freezing ground, and your well, wet really naked slippery. butt is yeah, it's running not
3: because across
1: this. It's not slippery because Steaming no with coldness, it's cold, cold, tundra. Cold. Let's and make if a pet you fall on your butt, the skin from your this. butt would literally stick to the ground. Yes. Like, okay, just making sure that everyone's completely clear on yes, they do this. what happens if your skin comes into contact with anything out there. So, do people like. Well, it's snow.
0: I mean, the snow. You are there any like horror
1: stories of people dying doing this? There I don't are, know. aren't there? I don't know. Well, know? She will did not know. tell me. Genie will know. Genie, so, can you tell him if there's any horror stories of people dying doing this insane, idiotic um, mess okay. in the South Pole? I think I'm going to have to come up with a new sign. Let's try another
0: sign off, okay?
1: You ready? <laughs> Are you ready for my second 2nd I'm attempt ready for of- another sign off. All right, you ready? I'm ready.
0: Everybody, have a great weekend. Have a great week. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Was that one better? Much better. That <laughs> first one was terrible. <laughs> it
3: was
1: terrible. <laughs> it was really
0: terrible. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I don't <laughs> know about
1: myself. I don't know about you either.
3: Okay. Well, uh, let's turn this thing off and